You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by Timeform, the trusted source of racing data and analysis, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by the Racing App, in partnership with FitzDares. Hello, good evening. Thanks for listening to the Saturday edition of the Nick Luck Daily Podcast. My name's Charlotte Greenway and it's Friday the 23rd of February. Bit of a mix to bring you today because first of all, we'll be looking at the National Hunt action from Kempton before we turn our attention to the flat and hear from connections of a handful of runners at tomorrow's Saudi Cup meeting where Nick is currently, including the trainer of the favourite for the $20 million feature. First Kempton though, and one of the horses I'm most looking forward to seeing this weekend is Calif Duberle in the Adonis Juvenile Hurdle, Grade 2 at 150. He made quite the impression on his first start in this country for Paul Nichols at Kempton last month and looks a real chaser in the making, but it'll be interesting to see what sort of heights he can reach this year as a juvenile. Some interesting contenders in there as well. Give me five for uh, Graham McDowell and Brooks Kepka, and also Peking Opera, who gained a rating of 104 on the flat when trained at Ballydoyle by Aidan O'Brien. And he won first time out over hurdles at Sandown for Gary Moore. And Tom Stanley caught up with Gary's son, Josh, earlier this week to see what he made of his chances this weekend. He worked nicely this morning. Um, he he won quite well at Sandown first time up. It, obviously, he was receiving a lot of weight. Um, but he, you know, it was a very slowly run race. There was no pace in it. And... I feel like he was doing his best work at the finish. Um, he would have. He. I think he's improved since then. So ho- hopefully he, he runs on Saturday and puts up a good performance. Because um, he, he he will come have come on a lot for the run at Sandown his first time out at home. He seems to have developed from it, and um, you know he'd be. He, I think he'd have a big chance. I just just I just hope the ground isn't too heavy and and i guess if he wins you know if he goes and and runs really well in that the triumph is on the table uh, yeah exactly you know he he needs to be running winning or running a big race on saturday to be going to the triumph i think yeah and uh, le patron is he is he lining up yeah possibly you know if if all if he's scopes well and bloods are good we'll we'll run him uh he, he he would be suited by the heavy ground the last day at Sandown, it perhaps dried out a bit too much for him because he is a slow ground horse um, and he never really got into a rhythm the last day. Um, so we, we'd like to think that if he gets testing ground and obviously Nickelback went off a right gallop mm. at Sandown, he probably he got them all at it and I think it took a lot of them out of their comfort zone. But hopefully... On heavy ground, Nickelback isn't able to do that on Saturday if he runs. Um, and he, you know, he, he's he's actually come out of Sandown very well. So ho- hopefully, he put up a be- better performance than he did uh, last time out. Anyway, there looks to be some nice sorts on show in the Grade Two Dovecote Novices Hurdle, for which the betting is currently headed by Sam Thomas's Lump Sum. A six-year-old by Authorised, he was beaten little more than a length by Supreme Novice Fancy Jericho de Repine last time. And when Nick caught up with Sam Thomas yesterday, he asked whether he thought that performance had been slightly overlooked, with people keen to knock the winner rather than give credit to those in behind. 
look, we're obviously thrilled with the run, Nick, and um, it was a bit of a messy race. I was quite adamant with Tom Cannon before that we were to um, be a bit stubborn, if you like, and make sure we dropped in. We felt we had to educate the horse. Um, he can be very keen in his races. So, yeah. So, as it turned out, he got a bit flat-footed, really, uh, heading down to the second last, then met some trouble. So, yeah, all in all, we thought it was a very, very good run. And um, please God, he'll come on again for that. And I'd noticed the previous twice that he'd won, it had been against marked inferiors. Do you think he was in, in need of a bit of track craft, a bit of race craft? Yeah, absolutely, like you say, and, and, and it probably showed that we did lack that experience, really, Nick. Yeah, because when they started rattling on down to the second last, he was all lost at sea for, for a little while. So, yeah, you, you know, with these youngsters, and certainly as a jockey, I remember riding, it was amazing, you know, riding these uh, young novices. Each time you sat on them, they just were that bit more streetwise. Um, and um, he's still very, very inexperienced. And... Um, yeah, we like to think he's going to develop into a really nice, 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 nice hurdler. And um, yeah, like I say, it's, it's going to be just another, another box ticked really for for a good bit of experience last time. I mean, what what are you what uh, spring festival aspirations are you entertaining for him at the moment? I mean, you've got him in some handicaps at Cheltenham. Is he could he be good enough to contest one of the novice races potentially? Um, I mean, in past experiences, like we've had nice horses gone there and sort of just, you know, wondering what the hell we were doing after the race sort of thing. I don't want to go in and finish ninth or tenth and, and give the horse a hard run. We'd rather just sort of target some of the handicaps, if you like. Potentially, in the back of my mind, if he goes and wins this, then we can, um, you know, we have the options of Cheltenham, should he come out of it okay, and potentially the boys race or, or, or the two-mile handicap. Um, or potentially look after him and uh, you know see 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 what uh, um, April looks like at uh, there for the Scottish Champion Hurdle. Um, Mr. Waters is really keen to win the Welsh Champion Hurdle, uh, which is the start of next season. So um, that will be our main aim for next season, really. But like I say, yeah, we'll get we'll get Saturday out of the way first, and then uh, and, and then and then and then uh, see where our options are after that. And any any number of horses can be given a chance in the in the big coral sponsored chase on on Saturday. Your horse Al Dancer has had a a pretty productive season. Are you where you want to be with him? Yeah, no, absolutely thrilled, Nick. Um, this time round, we sort of haven't got our uh, you know other big guns, if you like, our hour powers and stolen silvers to have a go at these races with him. Both out uh, out after their last last run. So yeah, Al Dancer's been flying the flag for us in some of the big handicaps and. Uh, yeah, he just looks like he deserves a step up to three miles, really. Um, we're very happy with him. He's bouncing along and tearing his rider's arms out every day at home. So for an 11-year-old, he's, he's very much up for it still. And um, yeah, we've got a big task on our hands. We're well aware of that. But we're also looking forward to it, thinking that we uh, you know, we, we could be hopefully up for some improvement over, over an extended three miles. Now to Saudi Arabia and straight into the feature race, the Saudi Cup, for which the Japanese are sending out a really strong team, including Dermo Sotagake, Lemon Pop and Ushba Tesoro. However, it looks like the Americans might just have the edge with Breeders' Cup Classic winner White Abario. He's been a revelation since his move to Rick Dutro's yard. And here's an interview from IMG with Michelle Yu and Rick Dutro from this morning out in Saudi Arabia. I want to start with the Breeders' Cup Classic. What was your emotion like on that day? Overwhelming. Still is. Watching him win and, you know, just being around him. He's he's exciting for us. Um, I just like being around him and watching him from afar. Mm-hmm. He is, he, he just, we just love watching him. Now, 
progressing into Saudi. What is it like for you getting him ready for the richest race in the world? It's truly exciting for us. All the work has been done with him and he's in a zone that I wish every horse that ever lived was in that kind of zone. It's just so cool to see them where they're so happy and so confident and so just, they're mighty, you know? And that's what he is, man. He thinks he can take on the world. He just breathed this morning. Man, he looked good. But what looks better is seeing Emily's face after the breeze. That is striking, man. It's just, you can just tell that there's no way he could be doing any better just by seeing her face. He's obviously very quirky. Can you tell us a little bit about his personality and how you guys have come to kind of like, be friends? I was yeah, just about to say he's a little spoiled and loves his peppermints. Um, if you don't stop by his stall and give him a peppermint, he'll paw and stare at you till you do. We've gone through like I, 700 like, a day. Are we sponsored by peppermints like, yet? <laughs> They're off in the 40th Breeders' Cup Classic. During the race. Where were you? You're gonna make How me tear you? up. <laughs> That's good, but we like emotion. No, it was an awesome day. And we were very proud of him. So it was it, just great to be a part of the team and see him run a huge race. White of Barrio won the Breeders' Cup Classic over Dermot Sotagake. Is he ready? Yes, he is. Rick Dutrow is back in the big race, and he's going to enjoy it. Looking at this year's edition, is this one of the deepest renewals? It looks like it. You know, whoever wins, it's going to be the man. Do you go and watch Derma Sotogake's replays? Do you look at Ushba Tesoro, or do you just worry about White Barrio? Yeah, I haven't watched any of them. I, I didn't even watch the Pegasus. Mm -hmm. I could care less. It seems like they called him up and said, hey, what do you want to do here? And he would say to them, make it a mile and eighth around one turn. So I feel that if he is himself the day of the race, that he's got the best chance to win that race. Practicality for you, from being away from the game for 10 years, did he give you some validation? Like, I can still train a damn good racehorse. <laughs> well, never thought that I couldn't, even when I was gone. My people would be calling me and I says, man, I didn't forget how to train a horse. You can mm -hmm. bet your life on that. It's simple for me. Do you still get the buzz when you get to the track on, yes. on Breeders' Cup Day or on Saudi Cup Night? Are you going to feel it inside? Yes. Without, I feel it now. Yeah. I'm shaking right now. I mean, this is exciting stuff, man. A $20 million race. My mom is going crazy. I mean, <laughs> my dad used to run for 10000 We were so happy. Yeah. Now a $20 million race. She is just can't believe it. Did you pack all his peppermints? Yes. He cannot go anywhere without them. That's how we control him. Come on. <laughs> I think he controls us. I think yes, he controls he us. Yes, he does. We're happy, man. Well, could fellow American raider and aptly named Saudi Crown land the Saudi Cup? Here's his jockey, Florent Giroux, on how he's been training in the lead-up. Well, it looks like he travelled great and looks like he's training good, so looking forward for the race. Okay, uh, tell me a little bit about this horse's innate talent, his, his raw ability, and whether you think he's up to this, this sort of level. 
Well, I think he has a lot of talent. You know, he's just a very lightly race. Uh, he's not quite as polished as some of the uh, other horses uh, competing uh, in this race. But um, I think he definitely uh, can win the race. I don't see why not. Okay, when you say he's not quite as polished, what exactly do you mean? Do you mean he's more of a work in progress? We haven't quite got to the bottom of him yet? No, polishing mean uh, by uh, racing experience. He only raced uh, six or seven times, I would say. And most of those horses in there, they probably, I would say, dozen, hmm. more than 20, maybe double than him, racing-wise. Uh, it's what I mean by polishing. But uh, he has the talent and uh, he's already a grade one winner, you know, at uh, minor eight. So we are hoping uh, he likes the configuration of the track, you know, here the minor eight uh, one turn. Is he tough enough? I would think so, yeah. I think he progressed a lot from last year to this year. Uh, that's what you want to see from three to four. Uh, I definitely think he belongs in the race. He ran a very strong race last time against lesser competition, but uh, he showed... Uh, the ability and look like he didn't regress, you know, number-wise. There's a lot of speed in the race, yeah. a lot of speed inside of you, outside of you. How are you going to play your hand? Well, it just depends how the horse breaks, to be honest, Nick, and go from there or try to keep in nice rhythm. I have a feeling some of the horses, sometimes when they do travel like this overseas, it doesn't matter, you know, if they are, you know, Japanese horses or US-based horses, some of them doesn't show as much speed. I don't know why, it's just... Uh, it can get a little bit flat. Uh, hopefully mine uh, will break sharp and be right there and we go from there. And for followers of Florent Giroux, how does your, your spring look this year? When you've done uh, here in Saudi, you, you go home, what, is the, what does the agenda look like from here to, to say derby time? Derby time, it looks like I have to go to New York when I get back here in Aqueduct for the Gotham. Somebody's got to do it. Yes, someone has to do it. Uh, chasing the dream, the, the derby horse. Uh, missing a... Uh, a nice one actually this weekend, Timberlake, in the Rebel. Like he's, he's very live in there. Uh, but you know, uh, we chose to come here, you know, a long time ago with Sally Crown, and that's what the, it was the wish, you know, also of his owner. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Faze also very happy uh, to come here and get invited. One of the leading British trained hopes at tomorrow's meeting is King Power's art power in the turf sprint. He's proven he's very happy travelling to Ireland, but this is a totally different test. So Nick asked his trainer, Tim Easterby, how he's been coping with it all so far. Yeah, he's fine. He's good. It just, I just thought he looked a little bit light when I got here, but he looks really good now. Um, trained well on the track, just steady away and he's very fit and very well so we hope for the best. I mean the distance is a little bit unusual but it's a little bit unusual for all of them. How hopeful are you that he'll he'll see it all out? Oh yeah he'll see, he'll see out no problem, he gets seven furlongs mm. uh, and he, it'll suit him the distance around here. That extra half a hundred yards it'll make a big difference to him It'll because uh, he goes to the line well you know. Um, you're no stranger to success in, in sprint races in the Middle East. I sort of remember going right the way back didn't didn't Pippalong do well in Dubai? Didn't she yeah, run well she, in Dubai? she ran here, but uh, in Dubai, but it was just a little bit quick for her the track. But after that, she had a she was champion mare in Europe. You know, went back from there good. Yeah, and so uh, this horse, you know, he's he's not getting any younger. But is it possible he's actually as good as he has ever been? Just on what we saw at the back end of last year. Oh, he definitely is. He's 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 in great great order, and he's matured and got better with age. You know. How are you enjoying this experience so far? fantastic place to come the looking after is wonderful uh, the training track's great uh, the climate is wonderful because it's not too hot nice cool at night yeah it's great for the horses 
Well, best of luck. Great, thank you. So that's all for this week's Saturday edition. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. And Nick will be back with you as usual on Monday morning. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you by Timeform, the trusted source of racing data and analysis, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by the racing app in partnership with Fitstairs. 